Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Last week, we talked about an exciting subject. Stop pouting and start shouting. Stop pouting and start shouting. We're going to continue that because it was so much that I didn't get to last week. I didn't get to the place where you're going to start shouting yet. I had to still deal, I had to deal with you on the pouting part, the murmuring and complaining. But we're going to get into that. Let's go into prayer real quick. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you once again for this great opportunity to minister to your precious people. Hallelujah. I thank you right now for all of those that are listening, that they have an ear to hear what your spirit is saying. I thank you, dear Lord, that they're hearing the voice behind the voice. I thank you so much, dear Lord. Hallelujah. For the testimonies that are coming forth. I thank you right now that they're sharing the word with others and they're also having fruit and testimonies from the word of God. I want to thank you in advance for each and and every person that's on this line. Anything that they have need of, dear Lord, that you will give it to them. You said we could come boldly to the throne of grace. If it's healing they need today, encouragement that they need today, and finances that they need today, we know that it's connected to what they're saying, which is connected to what in their heart. So today I thank you right now that they're going to see fruit from this word. Hallelujah. In your precious name, Jesus. Man, let's get back to this right here. Hallelujah. Stop pouting and start shouting. Stop pouting and start shouting. Remember last week we was talking about murmuring and complaining and how how it could you how we supposed to do everything. We're supposed to do everything without complaining. And then we talked about how the Israelites was complaining in the in the desert. They are God free now. They're not slaves anymore. The Lord done brought them out. But now they're complaining. They complaining to the point that the first generation of those that came out didn't even enter into the promise. Not even did, neither did Moses. Moses got to see the promise, but he wasn't able to enter because the people had frustrated him. He was supposed supposed to speak to the rock, but he hit the rock. Think about that. He was supposed to speak to the rock. He hit the rock, right? That's the scripture. Go ahead on and read it. So today we're going to continue on that part two. Stop pouting and start shouting. So when we finished on last last week, we had gotten and we're in Joshua 5. I want you to stay in Joshua 5. But we had gotten to the place where The Lord had told Joshua to make flint knives and to circumcise the Israelites again. And we talked about what that meant. We we talked about the fact that we just said, like I just said, the first generation of Israelites, they they didn't make it in. They had died. So now we're looking at the second generation, and they hadn't circumcised. So we know what the physical act of circumcision is. But what the Lord has said to me, now there's also... It's a continual circumcision, circumcision of things in your heart, circumcision of things that's not of God, anything that's fleshy. What did the word come forth last week? It said to cut it, cut, 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 anything that's fleshy, anything that's not of God, anything that's not, anything that's holding you down, you got to cut, cut, cut. That was the word last week. So in order for you to go to the next thing, which was when God rolled away. So let's go ahead and read that again. So 
It says here, um, at the time the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives, flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. So, so Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the Israelites again, right? And then it goes on to say that now that this, uh, this is, and we talked about, like I said, why he had to do it. But I want to go down here to where we left off last week, which is at verse... Verse number, uh, I want to read something. Yeah, right here in verse 9. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Now, verse 8 it said, After the whole nation had been circumcised, they remained where they were in camp until they were healed. So, I, I want to look at that because I didn't, I didn't really focus on that last week. So after the cutting, now I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the natural circumcision. I'm talking about the things of the flesh that you got to cut yourself. And it said that you got to remain where you are until you are healed. So after you have cut, 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 that's very key right there. Let's look at that for a moment. After you have cut everything that's fleshy, you don't got that off of you. It's a time of it's a time of waiting in a place until you healed. You hear? You see that? You have to wait, remain in the camp until you're healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. And remember last week I was thinking, I was talking about how he didn't say rolled away the reproach of Pharaoh. He said, I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. He talked about a whole nation there. Just like he said up here. And after the whole nation had been circumcised, did you see that? Now, verse 8, after the whole nation had been circumcised, they remained where they were in camp until they were healed. So all of them now getting healed. And then the Lord said to Josh, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. He rolled away a whole nation, a whole nation from the people, from the Israelites. Think about that. We are now... Choke the chosen people as well because we've been grafted in. So after you make the cut, after you cut, 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 there's going to be a rolling away. It says that this place is called Gilgal. Gilgal means a circle of stones, a wheel, or a rolling. So he said, I have rolled away. I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. After you make the cut, after you make the cut, Every time something come up fleshy, anger popping up, unbelief popping up, um, wrong talking popping up, um, lying, fornicating, whatever it is, those are things you got to cut. You got to do it yourself. You got to do it. And then they went on further. It went on further here. So then, um, you know, if you read here in this chapter, like I said, I'm in chapter 5. And um, I want to go down for the sake of time. It talked about um, different things that happened here. But I want to go to the place where now when go down to verse number 13. And you can read the entire chapter in your own time. Joshua 5. I want to go down to verse number 13. Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up and asked, are you for us or for our enemies? Now, let's stop right there. 
Are you for us? Come on now. Uh, are you for our enemies? So, now this is, we got to take our time here because I really want you to understand. So, you know, stop murmuring and complaining. We got that out. We don't stop pouting. We already passed all that. We don't stop doing all that pouting. Then we had to go in and look at ourselves. Look at the person in the mirror. Mirror. Look at what's coming out of your mouth. Look how you're treating people. Then now you're looking at yourself and say, wait a minute. This is not edifying God. This is not giving God glory. Cut. I got to cut that off. Cut, cut, cut. Sometimes it might be people. Sometimes it might be places. Sometimes it might be things. Sometimes it's your attitude. You, you're doing some character building here. It's about integrity. You're going to cut some things that is not giving God the glory. And you're going to wait a moment and heal from it. You're going to make sure you heal from Because sometimes when you cut people, it can be very hurtful. So you got to make sure you get healed from that thing to make sure you don't take any hurts into that next land, in that next place. Remember I said um, before that I can't afford to be angry. First of all, I don't like how it makes me feel. I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't like how it makes me feel. Right? And how am I going to go into my next place of peace in prayer and in intercession for someone else if I'm carrying anger, doubt, and a whole lot of um, foolishness in the in 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 the presence of God because somebody made me angry? So, like I said, we got to heal from that thing. So I got to sit back and and say, okay, I said I know that hurt, I know that hurt, but I still love them and keep moving forward. That's what I'm talking about here. You got that waiting period to ensure are you healed. Are you healed yet? Before you get to shouting and everything else, running around the church and doing all these other things, falling out on the floor, shouting, doing all that, and you still um, holding unforgiveness, that's a bunch of foolishness. For real. Are you healed yet? Have you sat down and really dealt with it, that dealt with yourself, pray your, pray about it, um, confess to the Lord and repent and say, I'm not, you know, really show love to these people, even after they don't hurt you, before you run around doing a whole lot of shouting. Are you doing that? It says right here, you got to cut, 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 then wait and heal. Then, come on now, we're just going back up here. To this part now, when Joshua was near Jericho, I'm going to read it again. He looked up and saw a man standing in front of him. See, that's his, his discernment and everything. I got shot. He's seeing things, uh, seeing things that was actually probably there before, but now he did what he needed to do, right? <sighs> in front of him with a, with a drawn sword in his hand, Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Okay, you guys, after you done did all that cutting, after you done stopped doing that murmuring and complaining and pouting, and then you don't wait it, now you heal. When people come towards you now, you better make sure are they for you or against you. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. He just was straight up asking them. He had a sword and everything. Are you with us or are you one of our enemies? You got to be able to know in this season who is really with you and who is not. You got to know after you done did all this, you know, made sure you don't got your words straight. You better know. Hallelujah. For the presence of God right here. You got to know. You got to know who is with you. You have got to know, you know, stop pouting. You don't, you know, you don't cut, cut, cut. And then now you done healed. And now you're at the point where is there some people coming your way and you got to make sure are you really with me or are you against me? You got to know it. Joshua made sure because he asked the question. Hallelujah. 
But this person, where it really was an angel, as the commander of, he said, he, he said, neither, he, he replied, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. He, had, he was this particular person, which actually was an angel, had come because the Lord, for God has sent him himself. He said, he said, but as the commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Come on now. I have now come. So Joshua is the leader and the commander, pretty much, of the Israelites. Then God going to send him the commander, a commander of the army, hallelujah, of the Lord. So they face to face. But you know what Joshua did? Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked them, what message does my Lord have for his servant? Come on now. Hallelujah. My God. Did y'all see this? Then just Joshua fell. So when, when it's from God, you're going to know. You're going to know. You're going to reverence who, what, who is coming. You're going to know it's from God. You're going to know. And you're going and, and I love the wording here. He said, Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? My Lord, look at the words now. My Lord have for his servant. Because he knew who he was. He knew who he was serving. He knew who his Lord and Savior. He knew. And he was like, what? What is the message? My God. If they coming from, if they coming to really be an assistance to you, they should be able to help you. They coming with something when they've been sent from God. Hallelujah. 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 And when they sent from God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. They coming with a message. They coming with something. And the commander of the Lord army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did. So every instruction that was given to him, he did it. Then he did it. So now in verse 6, it said, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one went in. Look at that. That, that barrier was tight. That barrier was tight. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with his king and its fighting men. So Joshua, like I said, let's go back, was the commander of the Israelites. He was the leader there. And then the Lord sent the, the commander from the Lord's army to assist. So when you know you got assistance from on high, it ain't just you no more. When you know that when each one of those Israelites moved, they had assistance, each one of them, I don't care who they were. Each one of them had assistance from the Lord's army. Everybody that had did the cut. Everybody that waited till they was healed. Had assistance, my God, from the army of the Lord. You say you in the army of the Lord. You know how you hear that, heard that song back in the day and sung that song. Well, did you do the cut? Are you st- if you still pound and didn't do the cut and not healed, you are not in the army of the Lord. But if you have done the work, you're in the army of the Lord and you're not working by yourself. You got assistance with you. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. And then the instructions came after that. March around the city once with all the armed men. 
So each one of those men, remember now, there was assistance from the Lord with them. There was angelic help with them. The army of the Lord and then each one of the armed men in Israel, from the Israelites, right? Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets. See, there was a sound. Remember I said that there was a sound in the breaking? Um, a couple of episodes back, there's a sound in the breaking. So here we go. We got have the seven priests. We, it's key that who the ones that's 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 carrying the trumpets. They were priests. They were purified. These are the ones that have have done the work to be a priest. It won't just anybody carrying the trumpets and the ram's horns horns in front of the ark. It was the priest. That was key. It was specific instructions that came to him, and there was specific instructions that are going to be coming to you, and who going to be with you, and who is doing what. So the priests are the ones carrying the trumpets and the ram's horn in front of the ark. They're the ones leading the way. You see that? They're the ones leading the way. They're the ones that has been purifying themselves. They're the ones that, that know who God is. And I'm saying, not saying all these people don't know, but these are the ones that was set apart, set aside, anointed, appointed to be a priest, right? On the seventh day, march around set the city seven times. With the priests blowing the trumpets. So you got the priests blowing the trumpets. And then now you got them marching around the city seven times. So now think about the number. It was a whole lot of them marching. But think about the angelic help. You know how we hear all the time. He'll put his super on our natural. So we're doing our natural thing walking. But if we got angelic help. It's, it's really doing something to the foundation of that wall. Because we're not just walking by ourselves. We're walking as a nation. And now we're walking as an army. And we're walking with the army of the Lord. So the weight of the walk itself was now had exceeded what we could even fathom in our mind what they were doing, right? So when you hear the sound, and then the sound, the seventh day march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole, whole army give a loud shout. You hear that? When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Everyone straight in. So what I want is more to this and more verses here, but I really want to just look at this right here. When I keep saying, stop pouting and start shouting, you cannot get to the place of shouting until you have done the work. And now when you're at the place of shouting, it's such a strategic timing in your shout. Remember I was talking to you about um, when it was a sound of the breaking. I heard a certain sound. The Lord told me to listen. He said, did you hear that sound? And it was so loud the way those waves was breaking. And then here it says, when you hear the long blast on the trumpets, it was very key. Have the whole army, the whole army, and it has to be unification. It has to be a unity there. The nation had to be, everybody had to be working together, and the timing had to be at the same time. I can't be working over here and you working over there. You shouting over there at, at, at one moment, and I'm shouting over here in another moment. That's not what was the instructions. It has to be, a, it has to be together. 
You have to be together shouting. You have to be together walking. Because that assistance that is coming, is coming. The whole army of the Lord came to assist Joshua and the whole army of the Israelites. It came and worked together. And that's the key to it. It's got to be unity. It has, it has to work together in order for all these walls to collapse. And they collapsed. And the army um, the army will go up and everyone straight up. So it was straight in. Now remember before that no one went in and no one went out. But because of specific instructions that was given. And remember now the angel didn't even show up. The angel of the Lord wasn't even sent until they had did the work. The angel of the Lord wasn't even didn't even come with his whole entourage. With the whole army until the nation the Israelites, until they all did the work, they all had to stop pouting and murmuring and complaining. They all had to cut, 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 cut. They all had to be healed. Then the angel of the Lord, I mean, excuse me, then the, um, the commander of the army, sent by the Lord, showed up with the whole army to assist them. Remember, I just want you all to know, if y'all have been doing the work, this is a word for you right now. It's a right now word for everybody that's listening. If you have truly been doing the work, you got heavenly assistance sent by the Lord. And, you know, like I said, you got to make sure you got to know when, when they're coming, are you with me or against me? And once you know that God sent them, they're going to be coming with help. They're not going to be coming to pull from you. They're not coming to, to merchandise you and, and all of that and try to um, drain you. They're coming with some. They're coming to help you. It's coming for assistance. And if it's not coming for assistance, I, don't, I can't say that was sent by God. I, 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 if they're just coming to get what they can get, 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 and then go, that's not sent by God. But if they're sent, from, it's sent by God, they're coming to assist. They're going to be right there with you, walking with you around that wall, walking with you day by day around that wall. And when it's time to shout, they're going to be shouting with you at the same moment around that wall. Stop pouting and start shouting. What I'm going to say to you guys today is shouting time. You've done the work. If you have done the work, if you haven't done the work, go ahead and do the work. Okay? Just go ahead and do the work. Because now you know once you do the work and you do it strategically, there is going to be specific instructions given to you. Everything that that, that the commander of the army of the Lord told Joshua to do. He didn't, he didn't go to the left. He didn't go to the right. He didn't try to figure out a way around it. He didn't try to um, come up with his own idea. He just did what God told him to do. What, I mean, excuse me, what the commander told him to do. He did it exactly. He didn't deviate from it. He didn't move from it. He did exactly. Because when you do exactly what God tells you to do, I mean exactly what God tells you to do, it's not only are the walls coming down for you, but it's coming down for a nation. It's coming down for a nation. The whole nation, the whole nation had to do the work. Remember now, the whole group that came out before, they didn't do the work. Did they, did they go in to the promise? No, they didn't, because they didn't do the work. But the next generation did, because they did the work. They did the work. I guess I should have said, now that you've stopped pouting, 
you can start shouting. Now that you have stopped pouting, you can now start shouting. Just do the work, you guys. So many people are connected to you. And it might look like that barrier is so, like I said, nobody came out and nobody went in. It was a fortress. Nobody could leave and nobody could come until God sent help from on high. He sent the army of the Lord. The army. He didn't just send one or two. He sent an army. For every person that was carrying weapons from the Israelites, there was assistance walking with him. So the weight of the walking around that wall, you know, when you walk in somewhere and you walk it and walk it and walk it and walk it. After a while, a path come. But can you imagine when you got assistance from on high and you're walking, but the weight of it because of the assistance from on high is super, is super, super hero type. And the walls came down. Because of the assistance, because they stop pounding and start shouting now. And you have to know when to shout. You have to have your priest out front before the ark. Certain things, look at the look at the order that everything happened. It wasn't just you hear a, a certain tone, or like when you're in church, you hear a certain key or hit certain and you start shouting and running around and no you ain't there, no cutting. I know that ain't proper English, but I'm just saying. You know you ain't cutting nothing. But when you know you don't cut and you don't let stuff go and you're not holding on to unforgiveness anymore and you are healed, then wait for the message to come. Wait for the, the person or the angel or whoever the Lord sends your way to assist you and know they're coming to assist, not to drain. Well, I'm going to leave it right there. Remember now. Hallelujah. Since you don't stop pouting, go ahead on and start shouting. Thank you all so much for joining me today on the Speak Life Now radio show. Remember, as you go into this week, um, make sure you, first of all, share the time and the station or the manner which way you're listening to it with someone else so they can also be encouraged and, and just be pushed in their purpose. Go into this week, make sure you speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is is to speak life now. You can follow me on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And you can also check me out on my website as well. Go into this week, speaking life now. And going into this week, after you don't did the cut, wait for the time to shout. Because now that you know you have stopped pouting, it's that time for you guys to start shouting. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.